All right. I need to paint a picture for you. With paint? With paint. Well. Right. right. I don't see any supplies. Actually, I'm going to paint it in your memory. Ah. Shall I close my eyes? Yes. Close your eyes and remember this. Okay. The day was June. Okay. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, no. Don't, just maybe you should keep your eyes open. <laughs> just put it I'm in your mind's eye. Almost 39. I fall asleep when I sit still and close my eyes. We're, you know what? We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Really? Yeah, we're going to talk about sleep etiquette. But you know, before we get there, we need to finish this intro. Well, people of the podcast world know that that excitement is coming. Yes, it is right around the end. Of, well, it's right after... The introduction song. Just around the river bend. We are going to talk about some things. We're going to get in some stuff today, guys. We're digging. We're getting into it. All right. Here we go. But prior to that, I need to paint this picture. June 17th, 1994. Do you remember that day? Oh, you will. 1994? 1994. Okay. You were nine years old. Okay. Okay. So... And just picture this, an open highway, four lanes, Uh huh. and in the center of it, a beautiful shot orchestrated as a helicopter flies down the road. Oh my, I know where we are now. Yeah. And in the middle of that shot is the most beautiful vehicle that was ever made. A white Ford Bronco. A white Ford Bronco. Yeah. 1993, white Ford Bronco. Uh-huh. And it was driven by a friend of O.J. Simpson Yes, as he toured down the road, uh, threatening to commit suicide because of the, his wife, Nicole Simpson. Uh-huh. To which, of course, I had no idea because I was nine. Right. Well, all, yeah. all I saw was a sweet-looking ride. Sure. And that's it, Ben. That was when the love of the Bronco began for, for me. For you? For oh, me. Oh, okay. That was the moment. Now... I obviously don't want to dismiss the horror of that particular situation. So that was a yeah, that was a whole that you talk about things that happened in the '90s that sucked up a, a, a pretty enormous amount of time, big portion. People fell on both sides of the the uh, results of that trial, and and as a nine year old, I must tell you that the only thing I really cared about in those moments was how awesome that truck was. Right. Yeah. And I thought one day I'll have it. Do you? I don't. <laughs> Did you find one that you're going to buy? I have found ones that look an awful lot like I wonder like if them. the 93 Ford Bronco is more expensive than other it Ford Broncos. Is it? Oh, absolutely. Because of the nostalgia of yes. that shot? Well, it's just, be- I mean, it's iconic. And I'm pretty sure that Ford Bronco is in a museum. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it, it was just such a, like, iconic piece of the history. Is that a pretty sure, like, a Luke's fact? Or no, is no, that no, like no. A- no, I, when I, I was looking up the information on it earlier as we were getting through. And I'm, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Why yeah. I um, I just I you know I I go back a little further for you know I love Ford Broncos too. I'm not really a huge fan of the current style. Nor am I. Um, I think that they're okay, uh, especially the two door ones. Um, especially with a little bit of work done after they're purchased, and they got to have a hard top that's removable, obviously. But you know, uh, sixty nine, seventy, seventy one, seventy two. I think those are pretty sick, especially uh, retrofitted kind of the way that they are today. Now, my love started uh, with Uncle Oz. Yes. So Uncle well, Oz River Bronco. And he did, yes. Yeah. I remember riding around the back of that thing, too, and with all of his... Do you remember the window in the back rolled down? Yeah. 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 I remember hanging out that window. Yeah. I remember climbing all through that car. 
But uh, yes, so OJ's Ford Bronco is at the Alcatraz East Crime Museum in Pigeon yep. Ford, Tennessee. So there you have it. Wow. If you want to buy that one, good luck because uh, it doesn't look like it's, it's hard, available. Hard to find out it's there. Owned by the public. That way, though, if you want to see it, you can go to Pigeon Ford and uh, sure check that out. Bronco purchase. I mean, that going to happen for you or you know it, we're going to have to do a lot better than a failing podcast. Oh. Dang it. Welcome. Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's the Bailing Podcast. Eat my shark. Not the mama. Not the mama. Goodbye. Today. Today. Today, today we're gonna dig deep, folks. Here we go. You know, last week's episode went so well, so well, that was we, so widely received, it was so widely and well received that we thought, you know, maybe it's time to tackle another one of those marriage issues. Obviously, people are tuning in for our marriage advice. Who knew? It's amazing the who, response that we've gotten. Who knew that the people that are listening out there are just hungry? They they are. They're hungry. They said. They said, and I quote, Ben and Luke, my stomach's growling for some more content about marriage strife. And they thought, of all the people to go to when you're hungry, Ben and Luke, they obviously know how to eat. That really hurt my feelings. I, why, I, why I, they had to say it that I way. Don't I don't know. You know, it, I, it hurt my feelings too. But, you know, I thought yeah, we're going to take the compliment where it is. Sure. Um and thank you uh for for saying thank thanks for reaching out. Thanks for letting thanks us know. Thanks for the QN. We appreciate that. Uh that little tidbit. Here we are. Makes us feel better. So today today, today yes. let's talk a little bit about etiquette. You know, to be a man is an amazing thing. I mean, you're born, you get to grow up, you get to yeah, I I think women get to grow up too though. Yeah, but you know, men get to take care of their lady. Oh, I see. That's what I was going to go. And also pee outside. Yes. If they want to without any problems. Absolutely. Or They're, any cleanup. And take their shirt off outside. If you want to. Now, that's that all of these things women could do as well, but it's definitely harder to do that um as a woman. I moving on. Wouldn't suggest moving it. on. My point being you know, a man gets to take care of his woman. That's a great job. Sure. Yeah. So, so part of taking care of your woman uh-huh. is understanding the needs of your woman when it comes to bedtime etiquette. Okay. Right. There's etiquette in all things. There's eating etiquette. There's bedtime etiquette. <laughs> right. There's, Those two things. Yeah. There's eating. There's riding you want to be polite. You want well. You just, we're talking about politeness. Yes, we're ta- well. We're talking about caring for now, your to significant be, other. To be clear, we're not talking about bedroom etiquette. We're talking about bedtime bedtime etiquette. etiquette. Right. The things you do before you go to bed to make sure that your spouse is taken care of. Just wanted to make sure that everybody out in the QN lands knew that we weren't about to go PG thirteen. No, we are staying PG, uh, unless you count Ben's comment about being outside using the bathroom is PG-13. I tend to be a faller asleeper. Is is that such a thing? There's a I don't you fall asleep quickly? I am a very fast faller asleeper. Okay. Yeah. 
And so there will be times that I will, you know, get in bed and, and say goodnight, you know, to my wife and goodnight. she'll say goodnight. And she'll say goodnight and turn to say something else and immediately I'm already sleeping. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, I get in trouble. Well, I get in trouble. She's not done with the conversation. Right. She hasn't even really started the conversation necessarily. But, but I, she said goodnight? Uh, okay. Well, I might be fibbing. Okay. I don't know if she said goodnight. So here's the problem. Uh-huh. If goodnight was not said, the right. conversation isn't over. That's like leaving without saying goodbye. If goodnight was not said, the conversation is not dead. Etiquette number one. <laughs> Well, you just take take <laughs> is it, take this lesson, men out there. If how did I say that? If goodnight if isn't good night said, is not said. The conversation, conversation is not dead. Is not dead. That's the same thing with good, goodbye. Do you know people that hang up the phone without saying goodbye? No, I don't talk to those people. Well, they because they're rude. Let me tell you. Yes, sir. They exist. They do. They do. Do you deal with it? Occasionally, yeah, it happens. Do and you call them back immediately and remind them they forgot to say goodbye? Typically, I do because most of the time it's my children. <laughs> that sounds about you right. You do not say, you do not just hang up, you say goodbye. Yes. That's the same thing with, you know, talk about teaching etiquette here or right. etiquette just in general. When my boys call me, they'll start the conversation with, Dad, can I have more time? Ah, referring to more screen time, time on screen, right? And I say that's not what you say, and then they say, "Hi, Dad, how's your day?" Uh huh. Because they know what they're supposed to say. Etiquette and- number two: Hi, Dad, how's your day? Because you know what you're supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Now we've taught two etiquettes. You're welcome, everyone. Um, when you talk to your dad, say hi, Dad. How's your day? Uh, before you go to sleep, make sure you say good night. Good night. Yes. Before falling asleep. So what ends up happening is I don't realize I'm in trouble until the next morning. Because my wife is sweet and kind. And instead of, you know, kind of shaking me and saying, babe, I wasn't done talking to you. She fumes about it, you know, next to me. Oh. For I thought you weren't supposed to go to sleep angry. Right. She well because she wants to make sure I get adequate sleep and obviously I was very tired. I felt <laughs> sleep. <laughs> so she just fumes about it for eight hours, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. while I'm sleeping restfully, uh-huh. and I wake up the next morning and roll over to give her a kiss. Hi, babe. You know, good morning. And boy, is she not having that kiss. Mostly because I hadn't brushed my teeth well, I was yet. I say that that and might be a different etiquette. Yes, etiquette number three. When you want to kiss, when you want a morning kiss, brush your teeth or be dismissed. (laughs) I was going to say use your wrist. (laughs) (laughs) When you want a morning kiss, brush your teeth or be dismissed. Uh Etiquette number three. Ding. Ding. How many etiquettes are there? I I don't know. I'm kind of making these up as we go. (laughs) So far, we'll find so, out when we so get far, there. so good. Yeah. So, but that wasn't the only problem. No, no. So, you know, then she says, "Well, Luke, I wanted to talk to you last night, and you fell asleep." And Shame. I said, "Oh, well, I'm sorry, sweetie, that I fell asleep while you were trying to talk to me." And she said, "It's okay." 
Was that it? Oh, I mean... Did you suffer? Yes. I feel like I should... Well, I feel like I should tell the whole truth in this story. Okay. So, let's go back to the very beginning. Oh, my. Why didn't you just tell the truth from the beginning? Well, because I just didn't feel like I could readily confess this in front well, of our be whole able- podcast Listen, audience. Nobody out there in the in the land of podcast is judging you. You know that? Etiquette number four. All those in the land hear you and understand. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> I was just going based off of okay, what you said. Okay, well, there we go. You All those talk- in the podcast land hear, me hear you and, understand. and also understand. Yes. So speak freely. Speak etiquette number four. You know, you've made me feel better about expressing myself. Well, I'm glad. In this. I'm glad you feel confident. So I'm going to take it back, and I'm going to tell you. Tell this, me the true story of what truth. actually occurred. Micah was upset, obviously. Well, with good reason, it sounds like. Well, I've not was, even heard yet, before, but I'm already kind of on her side. This is before I went to sleep. Okay. She was upset. And I could tell she was upset. <laughs> and so I said, babe, what's wrong? As most men would, this is called good etiquette. You, right. You want to talk you to her. You need wife. to make sure she has a yes. sounding board. It was dark in the room. Uh-huh. We were both laying down uh-huh. in the laying position. Uh-huh. In the down lay. In the down lay. Downward dog, head, some would say. Head was on the pillows. Uh-huh. And she said, I don't want to talk about it. Oh. And I said, I understand. But I would really like you to talk to me about what's happening. Oh, my. And she said, babe, I really don't want to talk about it tonight. Here we can go, it, folks. Can it wait? Here it comes. And I said, sweetie, I just think that it would be better if we got it all out now. There it is. Before... We go to sleep. And it's happening. And she are rolling right along here. Started to cry. Oh my. And she, you know, silent because she you know, she just kinda of silent tears. Sure. Know, she was welled up and she was ready. She needed to unload those and problems she that she had. Started to express to me what was going on. Uh huh. And I started snoring. Oh, remember, remember number four. Those out in podcast lands hear you and understand. They're understanding. They do. This, they, but a, Luke. Understand what's happening here. I and think that those out in podcast land hear you and understand kind of where Micah's coming from. Yes, and that's... that's. How's, I mean, what were you doing? How tired were you? What I know that it was a very involved day. I just don't really recall what all happened in it. Yeah, see, and you're making me feel like she probably did. See, so it's bad. Yeah, it was, I'm pretty tired too. Yeah, I've been sitting here in this chair. It's really warm in this room. <laughs> I just ate lunch, and you're still listening, and I, listening, and to I'm me listening to your story. Tell this story. I, you know, I don't know what we were involved in. I know how easy it is to fall asleep, mm-hmm. um, and that tends to be my problem. I don't. The issue is staying asleep for me, not falling asleep. I see. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, and thank goodness, you know, for marriage vows. Because, thank goodness, because I made it through that bad boy. You know that you you talk about, um, you know, through richer, what are those vows richer again? Or poorer, through sickness and in health. Uh huh. And I was a sick puppy. No, I don't think oh. there's got to be another one. Um, richer, poor, good times and bad. Good times, times bad. Yeah. Sickness, health. Yeah. 
Good times, bad sleep, times. Sleep, no sleep. Sleeping, sleepiness, unsleep. Maybe you should have just added that in there so that it was n- known. I honestly, I didn't know it was going to be a problem. Uh huh. Yeah, and that was probably a low for me. I think that that was a pretty that's, low. That's tough. That was that was a hard one to come back yeah. from. But lovely, see, but lovely, yeah, I don't know that you really could have gotten anywhere. Like, because even if you'd have said, like, you know, hey, Micah, I I love you and I really want to hear about your problems. Yeah. I am so tired right now. I've got to get some sleep. I, I honestly, I think I thought I was going to be able to get through. Yeah, like, but do you think that that would have worked? I don't know because I was the one that pulled the problems out of her in the first place. Uh, she was happy to go to sleep. Yeah. It was, see, that's the problem. Is you, you dug too it, far? It was really my fault the whole time. Sure. <laughs> like, I can't even say ah, you know, it was past nine. You know, it's way too late to really be stressing these things. Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. it was on me. I was the one who put it all out there in the first place. Yep, that'll do it. So. I'm just thinking, goodness, that she's forgiving because let's just say I've never done that since. I, you know, now we talk about our problems or problems that she's facing in the upright vertical position. Sure. Well, I'm glad that you guys have moved to this level mm-hmm. of your marriage where you got past that, um, that, that indiscretion um, that you have owned it. Um, and that you guys are in a healthier place. Etiquette number five. The best way to keep the peace is apologize so there's no police. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. So most of the time it's me. Most of the time it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. I am the problem, and I am the reason and so a lot of times it's easier to start with an apology and hopefully through sanctification I will change my ways. You know, I fell asleep in a chair the other day. It was the first time I've done it. Um, it's a Sunday afternoon. Got home from church. Had a pretty full belly. One of the boys put Harry Potter on and mm. boom. Easy to fall asleep to Harry well, Potter. See, it's been so hot. We got home. We're like, you know what? We just need to rest. We drew the curtains, you know. Yeah. Nice and cool. Yeah, live that. And man, I was out, and I I woke myself up snoring. Wow. Yeah, that was a pretty good snore. Yeah. So then I kicked it into overdrive. Boy, I was already asleep. I might as well get up and go to bed. So I went and I went to bed, mm-hmm. and I woke up at five thirty. Oof. That'll do it. That will do. Apparently, your night. I needed it. Yeah. So I woke up at five thirty. I got up. I made dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went back to bed. Right. And I'm still tired. Well, you probably overslept. Oh. Uh, I've never hit that perfect sleep, I don't think. I don't, it's, it doesn't matter to me either I either slept too long and I'm tired or I mm. slept too little and I'm tired. It's a rolling number. You just never know where it is. Well, I don't like it. Well, it's called being 39. <sighs> it's terrible. You're going to be tired just for the sake of being tired. Yeah. I'm at... Grunt when I stand up and grunt when I sit down years old. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, listen. What? I have something to tell you. Is it adequate number six? It could be. Okay. Um, The word of the week. Oh. Yeah, 90s word of the week is tripping. Tripping. Don't be tripping. And this is, we could form that into an etiquette easily. pretty easily. Tripping's a good, or a great way to describe someone who's freaking out. So it's not like physically tripping, it's tripping. Somebody's freaking out, you say, hey, bro, 
Don't be tripping. Sure, you could have a reason to be upset or be mad, but they're also completely tripping over, right. the, over whatever the said situation could be. Sure. This could easily have come from the version of the word tripping that refers to drug use, um, because drugs can definitely make you act a little trippy, but ah. I don't like to think so. I say nay. I say nay to that. If I, think, I think it's from tripping. Like, I have it. Tripping. Etiquette number six. If ye thinks a problem, ye... <laughs> if ye thinks a problem, you might dip in. Okay. Wait till morning, elst you're tripping. Oh, elst. Elst. Reviewing podcast. Eat my shit. Goodbye.